believe, become, be great. Heavy hitters, what's up? Talk to me. What's on your minds? I want to hear. I want to hear from everybody. Everybody that listens. And hey, we have a new country that's listening. I want to welcome Saudi Arabia to the B Grade Podcast. I hope you guys find this useful. Hope you find this helpful. We're just here to serve the people. We're here to help the people. I do have a guest today. Y'all are very familiar with her. her name is Tabitha Rodriguez. Welcome back to the show, Tabitha. Uh, my, I am your host, Derek DeLeon. Um, I am your guide on this journey to greatness. Today, we're actually going to dive deep into a topic that people will resonate with, like a lot of people will resonate with, and um, it's, it's pretty close to my heart. Overcoming mental battles and unlocking the warrior within. Life is a series of challenges in our minds, are the battlegrounds where victory or defeat is determined. We talk about that a lot. We talk about the mindset. It'll either make you a fortune or it'll destruct you. I've faced my share of struggles, and today I want to share some insights and strategies that have helped me overcome my mental battles because at some point everybody's going to have this this pull and just this trigger in their head of, of something or a deja vu moment or something that's going to resonate with an impact that has happened in our lives. Um, you know, one of the first steps in conquering your mental battle is acknowledging them. It is okay to feel overwhelmed because we are all human. It's okay to feel anxious. It's okay to feel uncertain because we all do. The key is to confront those feelings you know really attack them head on and understand that vulnerability is not just a weakness but it's also a score of strength i have my dear friend tabitha that's you know gonna kind of help talk to you guys and help open up your guys' mind and your eyes to a little bit of some mental health issues that she has encountered or even um you know, as as we both walk through this life, we both have experience or witness to, you know, people that are suffering from mental health. So, um, I want I want you guys all to give it up and welcome back to the podcast, Tabitha. Hey guys, it's QT here again. I love being with you all, and thanks D for sharing my insights and shining light on the importance of mental states of others, and of course myself. I'm excited to share how to overcome some of these challenges that linger side by side with us, especially through our lives. Okay, so first things first, guys, I kind of wrote out a diagram here of the many things that kind of came to my mind about mental mental states <clears throat> and the many obstacles that we kind of have all combobbled in our minds half the time. So in the middle, we have ourselves. So this is just a general observation of the many people in the world. So whether it's a girlfriend, boyfriend, others, people, friends, family, or even just myself, or even you. 
one of the three things that happen a lot of the times because we are human is we happen to understand or not understand we start to obligate with things such as like what others say or think about us the fear of failing at something or at someone um and then also to the negative self-talk that we tend to do a lot of the times, which kind of comes into a lot of these other things into play. So there's about five of them. There's sensual desire, ill will, sloth and being lost, relentlessness, and um, the skeptical doubt that we usually feel. So sensual desire, for a good example, is the deep craving that a lot of the times is going to stimulate the five senses that we have. So basically it could be a desire of good or bad, healthy or unhealthy. Now, what I mean by that is we tend to give in. So somebody who's trying to lose weight wants to sit there and eat everything because that's what they're used to. And then they can't lose weight. So they're not really going to lose weight at all. They're giving into that temptation and then they're going to lose track of what the importance of actually losing weight really is. Um, when this happens, it then begins to turn into an addiction or an obsession. And that's what usually turns us away from a lot of our goals. So that's something to really look out for. Then you have your skeptical doubt, which is the cloudiness and how it's really hard to see certain things. So like it's hard to see your abilities. It's hard to see advice and decisions. Um, then that goes kind of into your ill will, the mental state of not being. So the strong rejection of activity, people, situations. And then um, like for an example, when you sit down and you want to negotiate terms or talking to somebody about what is happening between you both. So for instance, a relationship, a lot of the times communication is one of the biggest things that they want to talk about, but they don't really, they don't really talk about it. They turn away from it and they hide from it all the time. So talking about those issues is the ill will of things where you're going to hide from it and you don't want to do it. Um, so you're going to basically stay stuck in that emotional state. And then you start to feel a sense of being lost. So that's where the sloth and being lost comes into play, where you have no energy, no motive, like no motivation to do anything or to keep moving forward because you just don't see yourself moving forward because you're asking yourself, well, why should I? What's the point? What's going to change? That's where the defeat comes in, the self-pity, the complacency, the depression. You're allowing, you're allowing this to take place and to take control over your mind, your body. And that's when you become imprisoned in all of that thought, all of that negativity. And that's where the mental mind plays tricks on you. And, you know, last but not least is the relentlessness. So you tend to have an unsettling mind, an unsettling mindset which ends up judging you, yourself, others, anything around you, because you become anxious or worried about something, you're unable to stay focused. You have this, um, this mind that's going one place to the next place to the next place and so on and so on. There's no staying focused whatsoever. And then you become vulnerable and you start to act out in ways that you soon end up regretting because it's starting to fuel the fire more. So you're adding more wood chips, more, more wood to the fire by acting out in ways, being relentless with your decisions and not understanding that who it's going to affect. Is it affecting you? Is it affecting others? What comes with it? That's when you start to realize that your relentlessness is starting to fuel a lot of things in your life. And it's not a good thing necessarily. Um, so talking about these things, 
I'm also going to, you know, lead you guys to how I overcame a lot of these and like how to overcome it, how to switch over and how to go from there. I mean, I don't know. Dee, do you have anything that you want to add on to that? Like the five things that I just presented to everybody? Yeah. So before I let you kind of go on, um, you know, a few things that that some keynotes there, uh, like you said, you got to be careful what you say to yourself. You know, the way the way you present yourself, the way you address yourself, you got to be careful with that. You got to you got to address yourself like you're a king like you're a stud like you're a champ you got to be kind to yourself because what happens is when you say something negative about yourself it starts to manifest right and so there's something i've spoke about before it's called the uh reticular activating system so ras so basically what happens you ever when you buy a new car when you buy something that is common what happens is we see that thing everywhere. You know, for those of you, have you ever noticed that when you buy something and you start to recognize and see it everywhere? Well, it's the same thing. It's 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 because of the RAS. And when you say something negative, you're going to start finding and attracting things that you are resonating with because of your thoughts, because of your negativity, right? So uh, we, you know, we've talked about it before. You are who you attract. So if you go, if you walk around with a negative mind, you exactly, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna start replaying it. You're gonna start living that life. Like you think you're nothing, you're gonna be nothing. That's why it's important to have, you know, self-affirmations. That's why, you know, I tell my friends all the time. I mean, Derek knows a lot of people who are listening in on this. They know, too. I mean, I've been there with you. I've, I've told you plenty of times, you know, like this is something I tell my daughter all the time. We say this. We say this all the time in the morning. I want you guys to do the same thing. Take it from here. I am smart. I am kind. I'm important. These are things I say to myself in, in the morning because it is true. I'm very smart. I have a lot of intelligence within myself and to also teach others. I'm, I'm, I'm kind because you want to treat people with kindness because it doesn't hurt to be kind to someone every day. It does not hurt to be kind to someone and you're important. The reason why you're here, it's not by accident. It's a purpose. You're here because you're important. Obviously you have something to add to life and to others and yourself. I mean, yeah. Yes. The value you have, you know, you're going to be able to serve the others, present the others. You know, people are gravitate towards that. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. And, um, you know, a lot of t- a lot of times in life when we we want to f- we want to find people who are like us, we want to. Yes, that's all great. You know, finding those types of people. OK. However, how are how what are they doing that's contributing to you? Right. What are they doing to help better your mindset, especially those with mental health? Because if I have a mental health issue, why would I want somebody running me ragged, running me through the mud, using me? That's not what I need. I need somebody who is more capable of of uh, understanding and saying, "Look, you know, here's an example. If I have a mental health issue, I want somebody that's going to direct me to Jesus. I want somebody that's going to bring me to." you know, maybe, maybe something that they have that I'm less fortunate to have. Right. So more clarity, more clarity. Yes. So understanding, acknowledging the 
the wound. Yes, yes. Re- recognizing what it is that is completely destroying you. That's first things first. You have to recognize that. Even if it comes down to family, friends, whatever, if you're around the negativity, that's not contributing to mental illness. It's not. It starts somewhere. And one thing I could tell you is, you know, I've been there where my thoughts have been out of control. They've been all over the place. A lot of people have been there. That is like the number one illness in today's society is mental illness. And that is that's why we're here talking about it right now. And I just I, I feel like there's too much that is going around that is not enough of an of a, a, a positive impact or a positive influence. You know, I get people tell me sometimes, oh, he's too positive. This, I mean, like all this stuff. I'm like, what do you too positive? You know, like just because I'm, <laughs> I'm not living in that negative world and that cycle. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm do like I want to better the world. I want to make the, an impact. I want to serve the people because if, you know, if if we can make a change starting with the people then the people are going to go direct that message and send that message and within their experiences because they may think their experiences are so negative that they're not worthy of telling the story. You know, I recently uh, thought of this, um, like this, this, um, you know, I have a lot of, I don't want to say catchphrases, but I have a lot of like affirmations I abide by. And one of the ones that I recently came up with, and which we'll talk about on a different one, but it's live to tell your story. That's for everybody out there that feels like they're suicidal. I want to tell you right now, live to tell your story because God has a much higher purpose for you. But again, that's that's a different topic for a different day, but live to tell your story. So, you know, that's something I'm I'm really I'm really looking at and saying, okay, now we're gonna start reaching out to not just people with mental health, but we're gonna start taking a deep dive into a real, real serious issue, and that is suicide. You know, um, but yeah, uh, along the lines of you know the mental health and all that, like Tab said, you gotta be really you gotta be careful what you say to yourself because then you start believing it, and kind of going back to what Derek was talking about, guys is. What are they saying? Think about you. Social media, all of that stuff. Don't be afraid to be who you are. Don't ever be afraid to hear what people have to say about you. Feed into that. Fuel off of that. If they're saying negative things about you, push it with positive in thought or intake. And if you're scared of failing, that's okay. That's the way to do it. You need to fail in order to attempt to keep going and being stronger, stronger than ever. It's okay to fear that you're going to fail at things. You know, everybody does. That's how we all fail. I mean, think about the craziest people out there who, you know, are the most famous people that are in basketball, uh, football, spelling bees, you know, any type of little championship that you can get through. I mean, imagine how Derek felt with the podcast. Was he afraid of failing at maybe this podcast wouldn't go far? Was I afraid, you know, at failing at being a mom? Like there's a lot of things that we're scared of. But that negative self-talk is another thing that I want you to kind of overcome too. Quit telling yourself you're not good enough. Quit telling yourself you're never going to be. Quit telling yourself you're never going to succeed. Quit telling yourself that it's never going to happen. You'll never do this. You'll never do that because you are a great person. You are important to remember that. You're smart and you're kind. 
And keep telling yourself that every single time, you know, and going back to my five things, this is how I'm going to help you overcome it. So, you know, with sensual desire, the way to overcome something like that, when your addiction or your obsession turns you away from your goals, really ask yourself, is this going to help me or is this going to hurt me? Really think of that consequence, guys, because whether that consequence is good or bad, ultimately, what is it going to result in? Is it going to help you achieve your goal or is it going to help hurt you, removing you away from your goal? <clears throat> Another one, too, with the ill will, you know, sitting down and talking about your issues or staying stuck in that emotional state to overcome that. You need to get down to the nitty gritty here. And it's like Derek said in the beginning, you know, you have to acknowledge things and you have to understand it. Now, what I mean by that is what went wrong? What happened within that wound? Why why are you wounded the way you are? What can you do differently to stay away from that ill will? You know, what what can you do differently to overcome that? Um, same thing like with the relentlessness. To overcome something like that, you have to acknowledge, understand, and let the frustration go. You have to just let it go. You have to burn that bridge. You know, whether it's doing yoga or meditating. You need to find peace within the present and you need to clear your mind of clutter. And what I mean by clutter, it doesn't matter what it is. If your house is a mess and it looks like a hoarder's map, clear up all that clutter. Your mind, your friends, people who aren't good in your life, clean up that clutter. The minute you clean up that clutter, you're getting rid of all the bad around you that is surrounding you that's making you weigh down even more. So finding that peace in the present is what's going to help that relentlessness go away. It's going to help settle the mind rather than unsettling your mind. If you're lost and you feel like you're just moving through life because you're just floating or you're just slow at whatever it is and you don't know what's going on, um, to overcome that, remind yourself about goals that you had that inspired you in the first place. You know, remind yourself about these goals that you had and what inspired them the most, you know, you want those to allow and to control your mind and your body. You want to live outside the box. You don't want to be imprisoned in the box. One last thing I want to talk about too is the skeptical doubt that we all have. I mean, this one is a huge one. And I have to say, I think this would be number one on my list here for the mental health issues that a lot of people face is that self or the skeptical doubt. It's that cloudiness that we all face that makes it so hard to see what life and what we as humans have in store for ourselves. Now, I want you to think of it this way. When you want to overcome this, a lot of the questions, you know, we seem to talk about our, our abilities. Oh, am I good enough? Advice from others. Oh, I have way more knowledge than that person. They don't even know what they're talking about. Really listen to a person. They might know what they're talking about. Or your decisions. I don't know if I should be doing this. I don't know if I'm doing or if I'm doing the right thing. I don't know if I should be doing it at all. Look at skeptical doubt as a friendship, a partnership. You know, a collection of, of thought here. So look at skeptical skeptical doubt as a friendship, as a friend. It's gonna reconsider your options. Okay. And what I mean by that is it's gonna violate what or your friendship here with skeptical doubt is going to ask you what's going to violate my values, my logic, or my disconnect here. Are you thinking logically? 
Are you disconnecting from reality and everything else? That's why the friendship between skeptical doubt and yourself is going to help relieve a lot of that cloudiness. And it's going to be a lot more clear for you to see that people do know what they're talking about. Yes, you should go on that trip. I mean, hell, look at me. I told my friends we're going to Vegas and guess what's happening? We're going to Vegas for the Super Bowl. And it's happening because we needed this trip. I thought it was a skeptical decision to make and to just do to just go on a trip, but it, it happened. Go on that date, jump off of that plane, skydive, you know, take sky is the limit. Take Take the risk and just do it. Because if you don't, you will regret it. You will regret some of the actions you do consider because you'll never know it's in the unknown. And you don't want to regret that because then that's going to fuel more fire for you. I mean, I don't know, D, how do you feel about some of that stuff that I said? I think, you know, a lot of it too, <clears throat> it comes from, like you said, like you got to, you know, within the mind, you got to visualize it. You got to put it into existence. You know, visualization is a powerful tool in the arsenal of, of being great. You got to picture yourself as the victor or the hero of your story, you know, facing challenges with courage and resilience, because at the end of the day, running away from problems causes the same energy it does to face them head on. You see, the victories in your mind are way more of a manifestation in, in reality. So when you see them in your mind, that's when you're going to be able to put it into existence and really expand on it and again you'll start recognizing the people that just want to win or the people that have that same core value because visualizing is is a key part a key component to pushing through and wanting it in life and for those that again for those that just feel like they're stuck you know you're you have a mental illness or you just feel like you're stuck or how do I overcome this? Well, we gave you a lot of knowledge and a lot of information here to be able to overcome that. You know, wake up every day, be positive to yourself. Wake up every day, have have a goal, have a dream. You got to, when your dream, it'll start to become a reality when you start taking it serious. So think about, dive deep into what you want. If you have kids, besides for your kids, what do you want? Or better yet, the three things that I talked about and I threw out there, why don't we make the ugly ones into the pretty ones and make it the opposite, you know? So like, instead of what others say or think, what can I do to say to others? What can I do to positively think of others? You know, the fear to fail. How can I have pride in failing to accomplish my goals? The negative self-talk. What affirmations, what good talk can I give myself to go through this life the way I want to? You know, once again, acknowledging, understanding, and letting that frustration go. Don't stay in that emotional state forever. It's okay to be there. It's okay. Like he said in the beginning, it's okay to have that not be okay. And it's okay to sit there for, but as long as you don't sit there forever or for a long time, what things can you do differently? You know, how did that wound become wrong? You got to remind yourself that you have goals. You have stuff to do. You got to get to work. You got to keep going. You got to keep moving. And that's what I tell Derek and everybody else now. I, We still have work to do. You know, we got to get to work. And how can I inspire myself? How do I inspire others? How do I let that inspiration of my goals in the first place happen or go into motion? 
Once again, that friendship that you have to consider with the skeptical doubt. Reconsider your options. What's going to violate your values, your logic? You know, really look down into that because I'm telling you guys, the minute you find, the minute you find the peace in the present and you clear your mind of clutter, everything is is all downhill from there. Literally, it's all downhill. And that wraps up part one. Stay tuned for part two.